You're listening to a CanadianMovieCrew.com production. Come on, please. Come on, please. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Film Studies. I am Sean Taylor. With me today is Mean Mark. Uh, sorry, you must have the wrong podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? Yeah, yeah I do. Uh, I guess I have to start off with this. Uh, well, start off with an apology to you, Mark, uh, in my attempt to get you to see more horror movies. Uh, yeah, instead I saw this. Yeah, we uh, we saw Strangers Pray at Night. <laughs> Although, to uh, be fair, the, the other movies coming out this week are not exactly getting great reviews either. So uh, No, no, it was kind of the... Actually, I don't even know if it was the best of the worst, but it was kind of the worst. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert! Spoiler uh, alert. Actually, um... Before we get into it, speaking of apologies, I need to make one first. Okay. Uh, going back to our Black Panther review, I got uh, a couple of actresses' names and characters mixed up in my excitement. <laughs> um, I said that Lupita Nyong'o played the general in Black Panther. That's not true. That was a Denai Guerrera uh, from The Walking Dead, who I watch every week, but for some reason was unrecognizable without her long locks of hair and her sword so oh, that's, uh, <laughs> shimon or whatever her name is michonne michonne yeah. sorry i haven't watched the show in a yeah. while yeah yeah no i i do watch the show so i have less of an excuse um but uh yeah for some reason i got the two actors and character names kind of mixed up lupita nuango i've never seen in a movie before other than uh, the for um in, uh, the force awakens except you don't actually see her right so it's, she's a cg character so I've never seen her on the silver screen before. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I, I got that mixed up, and I started listening to other, you know, podcast reviews and stuff. I was like, ah, shit, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so so I had to I had to come on here and say something, and, uh, yeah, see, so I got it wrong, but now I've corrected myself. Nakia was played by Lupita Nyong'o, and Okoye was played by Denai Guerrera. I knew that. I just got it mixed up in my head when I was t- talking about it. So, okay. my apologies. Well, that's why I didn't bother trying to pronounce them because I knew I would do exactly what you did. So, oh, oh, yeah, no, no, no. It, it wasn't just that though. But like, even because we called them the general and the spy, right? Just to make sure we weren't like, yeah. <laughs> butchering names. And even then, I got I, I had it backwards. Um, for no for no good reason. But anyway, and before uh, and before we get to our our movie again, on my side, I wanted to. Um, sometimes I like to bat a little cleanup uh, if there's movies out there that I haven't seen but that I saw later on. Oh, yes. Uh, I watched uh, Jumanji recently. 
Ah, I, I did see that in the theaters when it came out. Yes, yeah, what did you think? I, I, I very much enjoyed that movie. I, I, yeah. I kind of wish I had seen it before the our end of the year awards, or and or it, it may have cracked my top three. Oh wow! If I'm very honest. I very much enjoyed that. Um, okay. It was it was quite good. I have to admit, it was uh, f- funny. Uh, Jack Black, I didn't think would steal the show like he did, but he does. Um, I kind of thought the whole, oh, okay, Jack Black pretending to be a teenage girl thing would be overplayed, I guess, or just silly. Um, mm-hmm. but he plays it rather well. I mean, there's, you know, some stuff of it's kind of silly, but I mean, him talking about having to pee for the first time. Oh, yes, You know, yes. it's a girl having to use a penis to pee. That was... <laughs> That was funny. Uh, yeah, I didn't really think about that. <laughs> and, and, and his and his his mannerisms and his uh, sort of uh, reactions to certain things, I thought were very well done. Um, Karen Gillian uh, does a great job, um, mm-hmm. sort of the nerdy girl who becomes a badass. Uh, the Rock playing a shy, geeky character um, that is morphed into the Rock, great. Uh, even Kevin Hart can be a lot to take in sometimes, and he was kind of uh, reserved. I think he. He did um, a lesser job, and I think that's what the role called for anyway. So, Yeah, yeah, he rose to the occasion, and, and that's what the occasion was. And, uh, yeah. Certainly, a pre- yeah, yeah, and they each had their own moments, and I think that's, it was well-balanced in that regard. Yeah, it was just really fun, and I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to giving this to my parents and having them enjoy it. So, Yeah, and isn't that nice? Kind of a movie that, you know, you could... Ch- I, I would... Be okay showing like I don't know, like a ten-year-old niece or nephew. Yeah, you know, it's not too low brow that I don't want them to see it, and it's not so high brow that they won't get it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it mm-hmm. it is a lot of fun, so I recommend that uh, if you haven't seen that. So, absolutely, yeah. All right, let's get to the strangers pray at night. You sure there's nothing else we need to talk about first? <laughs> <laughs> No, because we have a lot to talk about for this movie. Um, uh, I'm not really. This was oh, a tight, tight movie. This uh, is, yeah, but there's this is <laughs> there's a lot of things that I want to fucking rant on. Um, so if you, uh, I, I did end up watching the first one, um, the first Strangers. It's a home invasion movie, um, and oh, so this is a sequel. It is okay. a sequel, sort of. Uh, it's not like plot sequeled. So there's nothing from the first movie that you really need to see. No, it's kind of like an in-universe sequel. Right, okay. Uh, I mean, it does help, I guess, if you've seen the first one, knowing who these people are, but it doesn't really matter because they're not... Well, anyway, in the, in the, in the first movie, it's basically a home invasion, and they're based off of uh, the Charlie Manson cult. Oh, um, who go <laughs> who go around killing for no reason, and that's basically the whole thing. And the first movie is they say the victims say, "Why are you doing this?" or, or "Why are you doing this to us?" And they said, "Because you're home, because you were home." Um, okay, so okay, there's something that if you hadn't seen the first movie, this movie does not give you that at all. There's nothing. It kind of does later on. Uh, they say, why are you doing this to us? And there's like, why not? Okay, but that doesn't point to the Charlie Manson no. family. No, no, like no, no, that's, no. That's not a, you know what I mean? Like, that's that's in no way, shape, or form kind of giving me anything by way of 
who these people are, or why, why they're doing what they do, other than they can. And and by, to be honest, by the time you find that out, I'm like, all right, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and there's nothing in universe that that basically says the Charlie Manson cult is something you find out afterwards when you do research. Um, because it always says it's based on true events, which is very misleading. Because it is based on events, but it's not based plot-wise on events, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, these people didn't exist, but the events happened, and it was just different people, and so they adapted that into this storyline. Yeah. So, Well, that way they don't have to pay anyone who's in jail or families of the deceased right, to... Right. Yeah, for their story. So, in the strangers, they the strangers invade, they torture them, and that's part of the horror. Is the it, 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 they're just there to torture you and to scare you, and yeah. and in the end, the strangers kill uh, Liv Tyler and her fiance, not fiance, and they they walk away winners. They basically the bad guys win in the end. Oh yeah. So which sets up this sequel ten years later. Because the original one came out in 2008. And you and I saw it. And, and everyone was screaming for a sequel, yeah. of course. <laughs> oh, well, the, the, strangers... the, the, the lineups at this movie yeah. were <laughs> yeah. non-existent. Um, <laughs> well, there were lineups at <laughs> the movie, just not for this movie. Yeah, uh, I went to a matinee. There was, uh, like, the closest thing was like some more people going to see Black Panther again. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, Mark, sp- uh, thoughts? Spoiler free? Um, actually, I'm going to use a, uh, I, I did, I, I took an idea from one of our, uh, previous podcasts from our death wish podcast. Okay. Remember I said I was going to maybe try starting to ask like a random movie goer. Sure. Just tell, tell them I have a podcast. I don't want their name, but you know, what did they think? And just real quickly, like, did you like it? Like just nothing. I'm not going to bother somebody, you know, Yeah. especially coming out of this. Well, this person, uh, another middle-aged uh, guy, uh, he darted out the door quicker than I could. So oh, wow. I'm like, okay, I've got, I've got to ask. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he said, uh, I thought it was going to be better. Uh, it could have been better. Okay. That was kind of his quick thoughts. That was his quick thoughts. And I was like, okay, could have been better. And then I, I was like, yep, I agree. Okay. Yeah, this was this was pretty bad. This was this <laughs> yeah. was uh, there's uh, this one is uh, they obviously tried to make a a move. Uh, this is the problem with horror movies, and I this is why I apologize to you because because <laughs> I want you to sort of understand you know my love for the horror movies uh, as a part yeah. of this. And uh, the frustrating thing about horror movies is is there's people who make good horror movies. And then there are people who make movies, make horror movies because uh, based on the teachings of Scream. Oh, okay. So Scream, oh. Scream in 1996 came out, and, and it said, "Okay," uh, and it was the um, uh, the, the who uh, Jamie Kennedy, the Jamie Ken- the yes. nerdy character, yeah, yeah. and he says there are rules in horror in horror films, blah blah blah, and he ranks out the rules of the horror film. Yeah, yeah. Those rules are technically true. Like you, a lot of horror movies adapt themselves to that, but you don't have to. Okay, you, you're not just pigeonholed into these little cliche horror movie cliches and tropes. You can do whatever you want. 
And usually, if you go outside that box, it makes the movie better. True. I'm. I was always of the mind that a lot of movies just fell into that naturally because it's just easy. because it's a well, not just that, but just because it's a trope or a cliche doesn't make it false. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Sure. Like the idea, like like one one movie trope is that the group always somehow gets separated. Yeah. But okay, but that's actually more terrifying that way. Do you know what I mean? Like, it if you're isolated, be. alone, and helpless, that's more terrifying than when you have a than when you can go. Like, if you had all six people just gang up on Jason and beat the piss out of him, well, now it's that's mob justice. That's a different type of movie. But if you can get uh, your campers all separated and alone and helpless uh, against this this monster, now you know that's more terrifying. So. It works. Do you know what I mean? Like just because it's, I'm kind of, I'm kind of saying like the, I'm, I'm helping defend the movies here and oh, yeah. saying like, like some of the tropes are true because they work because they're an actual, you know, uh, like if you have a uh, a movie about a hero, you want the hero's journey because it works from from a storytelling perspective. Same with this. If you want, if you have a movie about a group of people being terrorized, the best thing to do is isolate them. Then they're, they're it's more terrifying that way because you put the view the viewer put yourself in that situation. And now you're scared. Yes and no. You can obviously separating and the isolation part of it does make it scarier. You're right. Um, mm-hmm. It's why they get separated. Ah, yes. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's where yes, you need to get creative with the writing. Yeah, and, that's and the uh, plotting. Yeah, and it and it's and it's the villain and it, it it's. Mm. If you just if if, if horror movies work because of the why. Okay, there needs to be a reason. Okay, um, and even in the strangers, they're killing for a random reason. They're crazy. Okay, yeah, that's enough of a why. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I bought it. I was like, these guys are just fucked up. Like, yeah. <laughs> now, well, well, let's get into it. Um, so, opening kill. We'll get back to that later because it doesn't matter. Um. First off, I counted the production companies' logos. Oh, how how many? Six. Yeah. See, I, my theory about that, I think, is ringing true. Yeah. The more production <laughs> companies means the more people had to pay for it, which means they didn't want to pay a whole lot individually. Which means they didn't believe in the product. Which means the movie's probably going to suck. Not always. There's exceptions to every rule, but... It used to be... I, I used to have a rule if it was three or more. I think I'm, I'm extending that now because uh, you get some of your bigger budget movies where they just are going to be a conglomerate of yeah. different companies. But I'm, I'm, I'm extending that now to like four plus and you got to start worrying. Yeah, well, you also got to look at the type of movie too. If it's an independent kind of, uh, you know, feel-good, Oscar-bait kind of movie, four or five studios is normal and probably doesn't say anything to the quality of the movie. If it's a property that is a sequel that yeah. has already made millions of dollars prior and it still requires six production companies, chances are it's not going to be that good. Yeah, yeah. If it's a big budget non-Disney, yeah, then you're looking at then it could be trouble. Like if Deadpool has more than four producer, uh, production companies, yeah. I might, I'll be worried. Yeah, exactly. Because like Fox should be behind this lock, stock, and two smoking. Yeah, it should bottles, already you know be paid I mean? for with the profits from the last one. Exactly right? right. So if it's that, if it gets to that point, then I'll be scared. Yeah. But I don't. I, I doubt it. But uh, yeah. And so 
but technically, though, you and I, we could start the Canadian movie crew production company, give them 20 bucks, and we're on the marquee. You know? True. <laughs> True. <laughs> We'd be in association with CMC Which, Films. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Actually, that's not a bad. We should talk about that <laughs> off the air. I don't think we get be... too much of a return on our twenty bucks, but <laughs> no, but it'd be something by <laughs> way, way of advertising. <laughs> I mean, we're paying for what one bin of corn at the caterers, <laughs> like it's... yeah, yeah, one bag of that potato snow for a winter scene. You know, <laughs> <laughs> we're paying for a tank of gas for one vehicle. Um, uh, not well, not with gas prices these days. Not with Canadian dollars. <laughs> we're we're, we're going to have to make it a sweet hundo right there. You know? <laughs> so okay, the basic premise is uh, this family. We, we, we can we can even buy the beat up Ford in this movie. So <laughs> I'll donate my Nissan. How's that? There, there we go. I guess. Oh yeah, really? I have to set it on fire. <laughs> oh, don't we go get out of us now? Okay, okay, okay. So basic plot is the movie set up is this uh, family. Wife, father, or wife, husband, son, older son, younger daughter. It's taking the younger daughter to boarding school uh, because she's a troublemaker. Yeah, and you can tell because she smokes. Uh, we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> we don't find out exactly why she's going to boarding school because all we ever hear is that she's got bad grades and was skipping class, which... yeah. But she smokes. Boarding school, right? <laughs> well, she wears ripped jeans and wears a Ramones t-shirt, so. Oh, my God. Look, if it weren't for the cell phones, I would have thought this took place in the 90s. Look, 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 look. <sighs> I know millennials get a bad rap, okay? And mm-hmm. I know that there's two different types of millennials. There's millennials who are just millennials because of their age. And then there are millennials who get, who are the reason for the bad rap because they're pieces of shit. <laughs> They're leaning into it. Yeah, this girl is a millennial piece of shit. Yeah, she's not exactly one of the good ones. Okay, like she wears the Ramon T-shirt. She got the ripped jeans. She's got the flannel uh, shirt tied around her waist. You know, she's like '90s throwback. Even though she has no idea why she's wearing those clothes, and you can tell. Yeah, she well, she was born in what the late '90s. Oh, no. She had to be born early 2000s. Come on. Oh, that's true. She's not even 18 no, yet, no. right? No, God, no. Yeah, that's true. God, so like 2002. Yeah. So let's get to this. She, quote unquote, smokes. Okay. <laughs> you knew this was going to piss me off, didn't you? I did. Because <laughs> it's my pet peeve in movies that when you have characters who smoke played by actors who don't smoke. Now, if that was the case in this movie, no problem. Because she's obviously, she's holding it with her fingers, and it's obvious that she's not a real smoker in real life. Well, good for her. She's, she's barely 16, yeah. so. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Good, healthy, good healthy choices. Now, however, we find out later in the movie, because her brother tells her, in character, hey, you're supposed to inhale those things. So she's doing this on purpose. Mm-hmm. Mm, that just makes her more of a millennial piece of shit. It's yeah, that's a weird, weird choice. If you decide you're going to smoke, spend all that money, and the thing is, she she goes off and does it alone. Yeah, for the most part. So she's not exactly letting up in front of the parents to piss them off as a rebellious, you know, teenager of any generation might do. Yeah, 
Because, I mean, that smoking bad boy, bad girl image has been around for, you know, decades, decades. Since, yeah. since, since cigarettes were invented. Probably. You know, um, it, in the 60s and 70s, it changed to weed, but then it got back in the 80s, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, made, made a fierce comeback in the 80s, back when you could smoke in offices. <laughs> what we call the glory times, yeah. Yeah, 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 the salad days for Sean Taylor, you know. <laughs> But, uh, <laughs> smoking the mall, smoking the airplane. Oh God, yeah. I never flew in the eighties, and I was happy to not to. Um, I was my first flight was after that. Uh, went away, and I was thankful for that. <laughs> but um, but yeah, so it, it, such a weird choice to then not do it properly. That that'd be like if I wanted to. You know what feels like? Oh, that's it. I'm gonna I'm gonna have another beer, and I open the beer bottle, and then just put it on the table. Yeah, like, I don't understand that choice. Like, <laughs> it's like, wait a second. Like, you pour yourself the brown liquid and then leave it on the, on, on the counter. Yeah, like, <laughs> the only reason to have her not smoke in the movie is to make her more of a millennial piece of shit. But it doesn't make or any s- sense because she's the main character. Or to, Is it to soften her character, maybe, somehow? Did it do it for or- you? More sympathetic? No, I was just like, "That's weird." Yeah, thank you. <laughs> like, like I know how much you guys spend on smokes. Yeah, you tell me, and it's a lot. You know, it's an expensive habit. Yeah, I just I I and like I said, I I use the beer because that's not exactly cheap. And if I bought a case of beer and just opened up the bottles and never drank it, that's kind of weird. Yeah, I'm not encouraging smoking. I'm just saying, if you're going to do it, I'm do not it. Encouraging then, fine, it either, you know? and I'm not. Like that's, I'm not, no, but if that's your choice, then okay. Yeah, like, go for it. And I'm not just pissed off because you know I'm a smoker, and it you know I, I see that it's costing money and blah 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 blah. No, it it takes me out of the movie. Yeah, you can tell that it's yeah. fake. You know what I mean? Okay. Well, here's the thing. You can tell that it's fake. I bought it. Really? I I don't smoke. I never have. So really? I don't really. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, never. Um, Did you ever notice that in movies where you can tell that people aren't smoking? Uh, I, I just, I, I kind of get the feeling it's like, well, everyone has their own way of smoking. Really? Yeah. Okay. I'll go back to drinking. I, I go back to drinking because I know that better. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of like I, I, everyone has their own way of holding the beer bottle. You get some that, that they choke up on the neck of it and downer. Like, uh, I thought you'd be able on. to tell because you've been around smokers a lot, so... I just never pay attention to how they're doing okay. it, right? I just it's just I'm more I'm more into the conversation to talking to the person rather than yeah, fair enough. Uh, checking out technique. And and that's maybe something on my part where I'm not paying attention to details, but huh. no, it just makes it you a did. better man, that's all I guess. <clears throat> no, it just seemed I mean, don't get me wrong, it seemed a little off, but I wasn't I was trying to I was looking past that to something. I'm like, okay, she smokes. I get it. Whether she does it well or not, I don't really right. care. I I do get that they're they're showing the smoking as part of her being a bad girl, <clears throat> right? Because she's the only one in the family who does it until mom comes out and she grabs a ciggy. Now, did Christina Hendricks do it right? Yes, <clears throat> yes. But the weird thing is, is that I I know that on set and Hollywood sets and on Hollywood mm-hmm. movies, you're not allowed to smoke real cigarettes. Yeah, they would have like any workplace a designated smoking area. No, no, you, you uh, like when they're when when you see them smoking cigarettes in a movie, they're smoking clove cigarettes. Oh yes, yes, I knew right, that. Right, so there's no nicotine, there's no poisonous gas or whatever, and blah blah blah. Yeah. So it's not like it's, it's hurting them. I don't know. It's a long rant for a small thing, but it just pisses me off. Um, 
Well, that way a non-smoker doesn't get the, addicted to cigarettes, but just for a job. Yeah, so. yeah, it, it's sort of the it's sort of the the healthy uh, workplace thing. So anyway, so they're taking her off, and so they're going to they're taking her to boarding school, and they leave late because they're horrible planners. I guess. Okay, they won't leave the older brother at home, despite him being what thirty five. <laughs> well, I, well, probably twenty five, but playing eighteen or something like that. I mean, I could look that up. Well, I mean, but he looks like he's thirty five. I mean, plus he's seventeen. Why can't he stay home alone for a day? You, yeah, really. Like, are you? I don't. I wasn't worried that he was going to throw a rager because. You know, he he was the he was the good kid. You know, he was the good child. You know, yeah, he he's the jock. So uh, if if anything, he'd just be out late playing baseball because he's the good boy. Yeah, working on his swing, on his pitch. Uh, you know what? No uh, no info on this. Uh, we, if you want to know how how tall he is, we can get into that. No, apparently. that's no problem. I'm, IMDb is not uh, not sharing his age. I mean, he d- he does look young. Like he looks like he's maybe early twenties. Yeah, but he doesn't look seventeen. No, but he plays it okay. Yeah, he plays it all right. Yeah. Um, so so they're going to the thing. So they have to, because they left late, they have to pull over in an uncle's trailer park. Right? And stay yeah. overnight before going to boarding school. Um, so they get there late, and they say the office is closed despite the front door being unlocked. Okay. Like, it, it's closed, but... All right. That's that. Yeah, that was the worst. I was like, really? Well, if you're gonna do that, why not just leave the trailer open? Yeah, why not just tell them ahead of time what trailer? And then, yeah, yeah, just say, leave hey, the you're key under the mat, you know? Or, or not at all. If you're gonna leave your office open with all of your, like, probably the cash register. The well, okay, you would empty out the cash register, but still, all of your most valuable stuff that you're trying to sell, mm-hmm. including, oh my god, and this pissed me off. By the end of the movie, you sh- a, a display case of four knives, not kitchen knives. We're talking like outdoor, like buck knives, yeah. and that are de-checkoffed. Yeah, because <laughs> you and to skip ahead a little bit. At one point, Luke ends up in there and doesn't grab nary a one. No, why the well? Fuck that's would the you problem in this movie. Is these characters are stupid. Oh, they are. Yeah. Sorry. They're, Let's go back. They're, they're stupid. So they go in, blah, 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 blah. Same, uh, same plot device from the, uh, from the original movie. Young blonde knocks on the door, um, says, hi, is Tamara here? No, she's not here. She comes back. Knock, knock. Hi, is Tamara here? No, she's not here. Are you lost? And whatever. She walks away. Now, quick question. Okay. Since you brought up the young blonde, and I didn't see the first one. Is the blonde in this one, would she be, at least uh, as far as you could tell, based on like height and uh, when we see her later, we do end up seeing her briefly, look like she's the other character 10 years later? Like, is there is there like a 10-year younger girl in the first movie? Um, I'm not is sure this who basically plays like it, a, but... Not, maybe not the actress, but like the is there a character in the first movie that's 10 years younger than this girl? You're, you're led to believe it's the same person. That's what I'm. Yeah, that's yeah. why I'm asking. Yeah. Yeah. So there is like an equivalent, a younger, like a little girl, versus no. This girl. This is a woman, practically. Yeah. That's... Yeah. No. Same, same age, basically. Uh, like, same woman. Like this movie could like, this movie and the previous movie could have happened two months apart. Oh wow. Okay. So, 
We don't really know. Um, uh, so the daughter gets pissed off and she leaves. She goes for a quote unquote smoke, and uh, <laughs> she goes out for a dart. And uh, the brother goes after her, being sent out by the mother. Uh, after the parents sort of, do you have your kids in one trailer? And while they're in the same living room, you kind of flirt with each other and like, hey, remember if they're gone, we can start doing it on the couch again and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what? Your kids are right there. Well, no, this is when they were out of the No, I know, but but they were sort of doing that beforehand, too. Oh, yeah, they couldn't wait to get rid of these kids. (laughs) Once Luke's gone, we're going to be able to fuck on the couch, you know? (laughs) I was like, all right, fine, let's go. Um so then they, what happens is, so the daughter and the thing goes, oh, they come across the trailer where the uncle lives. Yeah. The uncle and aunt live. And they walk in, uh, you get a jump scare with the dog. That one got me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I can see that. Um, it shouldn't have, but it got me. Yeah. And they see that they've been murdered and slashed open and their mouths have been ripped open and they're all bloody and blah, blah, blah. Okay, here's uh, something I wanted to comment on real quick. Um, How, while, I mean, gore is gore and it's not always easy to stomach, I thought that they cheated in this movie Why they kind of showed us, but they, I mean, don't get me wrong, they stuck true to the lighting of the scene where where there was no electricity but at the same time, they looks like they went to a lot of trouble for those effects of of whatever those dolls were that they made up to look all hacked and slashed open. Right. But I really couldn't tell what happened to them. No. Uh, they're dead. No, you can't. Uh, but that's, you know... That seems like a cheat. It, 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 may have been, uh, it may have been a cheat to hide it. Maybe it didn't look real. <clears throat> yeah. You know? Um, I think it's effective. I had no problem with, the act- with, with, the, with that actual thing. It's... It is dark, like you said, and they stay true to the fact that it's at night. Yeah, uh, and there's and the and the electricity's out. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I wanted to uh, you know kind of pick your brain about that one as the connoisseur. I was like, okay, yeah. do you is this good or bad? Like, do you you know? No, I thought it was fine. Yeah, um, I mean, it worked with the scene. At yeah, least. that's it's I, I will purpose. say that it's consistency of the scene where they 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 establish the powers out. So we're not going to get a good look at these bodies, and the kids know what's going on. So yeah. We're we're all completely horrified by the the mutilation, right? Yeah, and this is sort of the just the just the the, uh, the discovery. So, okay, um, and th- and their reactions were appropriate. Like I would puke too. I would want to. That's the only thing that was missing was someone actually puking, which I thought was in order. <laughs> right. Well, she's the badass too, right? So, yeah, it just seemed gross enough that anyone would. I'm I'm not uh, him or her. I'm not saying her. You know. <laughs> yeah. True. Yeah. Um, so they leave. They try to call the cops. The phone is dead in the, in the thing, so they leave. Uh, they run back to the trailer, meet up with mom and dad. Well, mom and dad went out to look for them. Yeah. So they meet up kind of in the uh, middle ground, and, and in the meantime, the strangers, because they have no other name, they do have been have been into their not in this movie. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, um, no, but they do actually have names. We'll get to those in a second, but go ahead. Uh, but they've, they've been back to the trailer that they're staying at, smashed up their phones. Yeah. And left uh, the girl, the girl, the, well, the girl's waiting for them. Yeah. They, uh, baby doll is her name. <clears throat> oh, really? There's okay. Baby girl, baby girl, baby doll, uh, pinup girl and man in the mask. 
Okay, I called him the bag man. Yeah, either or. Because he had the bag over his head. So, so I give, my name's Cooler. Um, <laughs> so they get to the... Um, Pinup girl? Wait, there was two girls? There was two girls. There's one with the... Oh, see... Uh, the one with the black hair? Oh, I didn't get that. See, some of the lighting in this yeah. kind of betrays that. I couldn't tell. Yeah. Because the, the, the masks were the same, right? No. One was sort of a blonde girl. Like, they have... The girls have, like, porcelain doll masks, and one of them is, like, a young blonde girl. The other one's, like, a Betty Boop-style pinup girl. Oh, wow. I, I did not get that. Oh, okay. I honestly thought it was two of them, the bag man and the girl. Oh, okay. No, no, no. There's actually two different masks. Okay. Now, is, it, is that supposed to be, like, a mom, dad, daughter? Not sure. Like, I'm just trying to get the age ranges there for... It could be father two daughters too I, I don't i it's not really indicated so yeah and this is you know kind of the get to know your villain stuff right that kind of yeah we, we're that we're not going to get for i mean for the sake of it being scarier i yeah. get it so the the family all meets up outside and the father making the bravest decision of course sends his wife and daughter into the um trailer alone well back to their quote-unquote home yeah we'll call it home Home base, for, for yeah. Home base for the sake of the conversation, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, well, they, they don't know, of course. He doesn't know. He's like, okay, get back no. to home base okay. and lock the doors. No, sorry, Mark. There's, 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 a, there's been a murder. Are you going to send your, your wife and daughter alone back to anywhere? Honestly, me, no. I would actually escort them back. No, you know what I would do? I would escort them back to the van and take the fuck off. Well, there's that, which I can't believe. I mean, that's a whole other thing I was going to get into at the end. <laughs> when that solves this whole movie right there. Yeah. It's okay. So, obviously, you can't do that because there wouldn't be a movie. Yeah. Fine. So, the father and the son go to investigate. Meanwhile, uh, baby... Although... Uh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. I, I just thought of a quote-unquote out. They are still referring to the murder of family members right this is yeah either his uncle or her uncle right it's her uncle right one of the two so this is fam this is family that we're talking about right so i think there there that could be the reason or the want to investigate is because it's a family member i think if it was your family maybe although i mean granny you might go out a different way where you want to get back to where your phones are try yeah. and call the authorities and then go back or something i i, I would i would probably I would go back and investigate when there's a whole bunch of sirens and people with guns. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Just in case. Yeah. But I mean, at least that gives, because it's a family connection that gives the characters a reason to stay. Okay. At least, uh, but I mean, he thought that he had it covered. He was going to go back. She was going to go to home base, call the cops. So there would be shortly the screaming sirens and guys with guns. Right. That was what he thought was going to happen. And it doesn't work out that way. Yeah. So they, um, so while the the women are at the uh, home base, there they get attacked by baby doll, the blonde. And this is by far, and and I'm not as well versed in horror as you are, I you know. But I tell you what, to date, this is one of the worst kills I think I've ever seen. Oh. And and this is on the part of the victim. I'm blaming bad direction on this because. Okay, so they they lock themselves in the bathroom at the far end of the trailer. Right. 
uh, mom and daughter, um, which, you, which you do, right? Put as many barriers as you can. That's yep. a thing, right, between you and the attacker. Um, and then uh, they find that there's a roof hatch, which I think in a bathroom belongs there. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's logical. Logical, yep. <clears throat> so, uh, so daughter climbs out. Mom sends daughter up first. Again, very good. Yeah. Obviously being brave. But she's reaching and daughter's trying to pull her up. And all she does, she just has her hands up and then and then just gets stabbed in the side slowly. Like, she doesn't even throw an elbow. You know what I mean? Like, even when... Because the girl, okay. the baby doll... Because one well, it's just the way baby doll puts her hands on her, and she doesn't she doesn't react. She doesn't do anything to try and defend herself. Okay, like she's a grown ass woman, right? In 2018, this shit plays back. Okay, uh, let's see back. Uh, if we could date that Ramones T-shirt and put this movie back then, <laughs> yeah. this might have happened. In the late 70s, a, yeah, yeah. This is yeah exactly. And so this is a grown woman in 2018, and I'm not even saying this you know woman's movement in Hollywood aside. This is a a grown-up in 2018, mm-hmm. you're, you're throwing an elbow or something. Like there's, some, even if it's unsuccessful, right? I do. I, there, I, I couldn't believe it. She just kind of like went went out with a whimper. Okay. She was she was a strong female character. She was you know, um, but you know what I mean like I didn't I don't see any reason why she wouldn't have tried to at least defend herself against one girl, especially with your child there. With the ch- that, yeah, that's thank you. Yes, the mama bear instinct. Yeah. Where was that? Where was mama bear? Yeah, I was so pissed off that this, at this, like that. Right now, at this point, I'm like, boo, you know, I almost was uh, went like sucks. Like I almost was that <laughs> <Lame>. guy. <laughs> yeah, lame. I, yeah, I, I almost was that guy. Yeah, it, very. Oh, trust very me, I was that guy me. later on in the movie. Yeah, um, I know. I, I know. I laughed out loud at one point. Um, yeah. There's oh by by the way, there's some other audience members to chime in, and uh, there was three teenage girls, I guess, about three rows back. Okay. They they were the they were the the apparently the audience because at every jump scare and everything they were jumping and then giggling at each other for jumping. Oh really? Yeah yeah. So when the dog came out, it was rough rough. Hee <laughs> hee. <It was> right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay. So anyway, I, I had to. Uh, I was like, "Oh no, I've got. I'm going to stop the show and talk about this death <laughs> because, because lame." Yeah, um, I, I really didn't see a big problem with it. Uh, you you are right. Oh really? Well, no, oh, you're okay. right. No, no, but the, but I, but in horror movies, you have to make certain concessions. Uh, it just any. Uh, I mean, there's so many different ways you can choreograph even an attempt where. Sure, uh, sure, but I mean, yeah, but, like a, a flail where she, you know, you catch the arm and stab the guy. I don't know, like right, just something, right? But in horror movies, women stereotypically have been rag dolls when getting killed, essentially. So, ah, uh, I, I there's still a way to do it. No, oh, yeah, at least no, make sure right. I look. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I'm just, and that's not even the action movie perspective. That's a uh, because you've seen uh, in other horror movies where the the uh, well, we see later really the kids are the ones putting up the fight, and that's where I didn't, you know, <clears throat> I didn't appreciate that the parents were so lame. Right. Uh, except for except for dad, we'll get to dad's. But anyway, well, let's get to dad because he and the son. <laughs> His was almost hilarious. <laughs> no, this one was stupid too because he and his son they 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 drive back to the to home base after seeing the dead body. Uh, they see the cell phones aren't there and blah blah blah. They're like, well, let's go get the and they find the dead mom. Oh yeah. Uh, which I really like the father in this one. He goes into the bathroom first, sees the dead mom. 
hears the son coming in and blocks the son from seeing it. I'm like, yes. well, that's a good yes. father. That's a great this, move. Uh, yeah. However, that, and, th- that, and that's what made it all the worse. Like such a horrible death, and then but then dad, like she does such a poor job. Yeah. Probably by direction because Christina Hendricks is a good actress, but but then the dad such he's such a he's so good in this scene. Yeah. I will admit I will give him that. Like I, I did appreciate this guy. Now, unfortunately, his parenting skill is not as good or is as much better than his driving skill, because he gets in the van and they start looking for the daughter around the around the park, mm-hmm. and uh, the strangers have this uh, truck, and uh, it's sort of and that was it they um, he like he's something he, gets thrown at the windshield. Oh yes, they throw something at the windshield. And that causes him to swerve wildly, right? Instead of because of braking. That yeah, that is completely. That's not your instinct. As someone who's driven many years, you stop like this immediately. Like this was the pet peeve of Texas, and I know that this was like okay, something hit your windshield, brake. Yeah, especially in a, de- a deserted road where there's no one behind you. Like if you're on a yeah. busy highway, you have to take into account someone's right behind you, but. On this deserted road, yeah, you stop. This should have been a showdown right in the middle of the street, like it was the friggin' OK Corral. But yeah, nope. <laughs> no, no, uh, no. When someone when something hits the windshield of your car and smashes the windshield, it doesn't come through the windshield, so you're fine. No. Yes. Just but when but when that happens, step on it and flail the uh, steering wheel wildly Just, back and forth. Swerve as wildly as you can. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he ends up crashing into a trailer uh, and getting impaled with something. Uh, support beam. There you go. Which I, I don't think that's how they work. No. <laughs> I don't know how to go see. from vertical to horizontal like that real quickly and then through especially, the console of the car. But Yeah, especially if you if you crash into it, you're crashing into the bottom of the beam and then it would just topple over yeah. at, at, at worst, right? Yeah. Um, but no, they wanted their scene where the dad was helpless, so he gets pinned by a 4x8 or something like that. Like, just... <laughs> This, I don't know how he's still alive. He's he's practically impa- is he impaled or is he just like stuck? Well, he's stabbed. He he's stabbed in the stomach. Now, whether or yeah, not it's it, deep or not, he's still going to bleed out. Like you need yeah. medical attention quickly, at least to at least to have a chance to survive. Yeah. Uh, let like alone. I, but they try to pull it out on their own. I'm like, what are you fucking doing? He'll die. No, no, exactly. I mean, you you need like the. You'll need the the fire department there to pull to back up the van and the, and then have the paramedics right there to stop the bleeding. Yes, yeah. <laughs> this is a team effort to get this guy out of this pickle here. And why does no vehicle in this movie have airbags? I, I noticed that. I was like, what what year is this? Like even the cop car later on has no airbags. I, yeah, I don't I don't understand. Which we'll get to the cop car too because that pissed me off too. Um, oh, me, me too. Me too. Uh, okay, so. The brother goes, you know, I'm going to get some, I'm going to f- find a phone and get some help, blah, blah, blah. He, 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 he takes off. So the man in the mask comes in, sits down next to the father, turns on the 80s music, which, okay, let's get to this. I am sick and tired of 80s music being used ironically in horror movies. It's become a trend lately, and I only can assume it's because the, the, the music from the 80s is now, um, well, what do they call it? On Vogue? No, no. Uh, well, that, but the reason it is, it's because it's uh, royalty-free. Oh, yes. Um, so it's very cheap to use. Mm-hmm. Um, you can use songs appropriately. Uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane. 
uh, used uh, I Think We're Alone Now, which is a song they use in this movie. Yeah. Uh, very, very appropriately. Because you're down in a bunker, you're isolated, you are alone. Yeah. But to play I Think We're Alone Now in an obvious situation in which you're being stalked by a murderer, a murderer, knock it the fuck off. I'm sick and tired of it. Yeah, I love 80s music, and even I'm like, oh, come on. <laughs> yeah, like they use total eclipse of the heart in this one. For no good reason. For no reason. I'm like, what? Why? Yeah, why are you playing a love ballad? Yeah, and stop slowing it down in the trailer, too. And no. That pisses me off, too. They take it, and they're like, <clears throat> I think we're alone now. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's a horror movie. Got it. <clears throat> Move forward. Well, not only is it royalty-free, but you it's then also appeals to our demographic, right? Or I guess, but... You know, people who like 80s music, but at the same... So I appreciated it at first, but then just the, yeah, like you said, how they use it throughout the movie. I'm like, oh, oh, that's, the, that's their thing now? They have to have 80s music on when they kill? I guess. Like, I love 80s music, but even I wouldn't be that chintzy. Yeah, like, just knock it off. Um... So anyway, so the man in the mask comes inside, sits down in the passenger seat, ends up stabbing the father while he's going, why, 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 for five minutes. Yeah, oh my God, this scene goes on a little too long. Yeah, I was like, will you just stab him and move on so he can die, please? Yeah, if not, then then stab me, would you? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) One of us has got to get out of here. (laughs) Um, So the next few scenes is the girl running around and... Uh, it's one of those things. It's kind of like the Michael Myers syndrome where she's running, 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 and they change camera angles and they come back to it and they cut and they come back. And uh, blonde, uh, what did I say, baby doll? Baby doll is always right behind her despite yeah, the fact I, that she's running and baby doll's walking, you know? I was going to say, do they have superpowers? No. <laughs> I, we'll get to that because apparently... Um, oh, I, I, yeah, I've tracked a, I've tracked two of them, um, and one of them is super speed. Yeah, his family has a hereditary. Uh, yeah, but even at this point, I'm like, okay, it's a horror movie. It's the Michael Myers thing. It's the Jason Voorhees thing. All right, I can let this go. They can be wherever the plot needs them to be. Yeah, they yeah they always know where the victims will be, despite the fact that the victims have no idea where the fuck they are. Yeah, yeah, and the, yeah, basically, the, 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 you can call it um, magic set appearance, meaning that they just appear at the next set piece. Yeah. Oh, the next fight's going to be at the pool? Then they're at the pool. Yeah. So the the brother gets to the... The brother and the sister meet up, and then they hide in the thing, and then they get attacked by a, the... They hide in, hide in the trailer, then the... She oh, gets stabbed. Oh, the, uh, the, the brother finds a gun. <clears throat> right? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So the brother finds a gun and they get and, and uh, they get trapped in this trailer, and baby doll is waiting for them with a jack in the box. If you hear a jack mm-hmm. in the box and you and you're being stalked by killers, don't go near the jack in the box. Yeah, why would you go near a jack in the box? It is bait. <clears throat> that is the worst, and it works though because these these kids are dumb. Because these kids are dumb. So baby doll ends up stabbing the girl in the leg and in the hand, I guess. Uh, slash across the hand. Yeah, slash across the hand, slash across the leg. Um, I don't know. The hand slash is later, actually. Is it later? Well, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's yeah, the leg part the... that really fucks her up, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the brother has previously found a gun. The brother comes in, p- 
points the gun at ba- at baby doll does not shoot her. Oh my god. Why why what the hell? I I'm I'm trying to rationalize this in my head and I'm thinking the only reason I can think of is to maintain innocence cuz there's something that you and I have talked about the idea of having the innocent, right? Right? You have to keep that up during the movie. But again, that's part of the scream thing. <clears throat> like okay. scream scream put forth the theory that an innocent needs to be the main character needs to be innocent and, and cannot transgress. That's fine prior to the attack. Once, oh, right. the, once the attack starts, all shit's off the table because what you're doing is in self-defense, which is legal. Yeah. Okay. So you maintain the innocence, but you still cross a threshold of doing stuff that you never would have done before. Like, right. Like an innocent killing an attacker. Right. The innocent never kills until they're pushed to it. Right. Exactly. And I would think after seeing, <clears throat> after knowing of two, two, three killings, because the aunt, the uncle, and the mother. Mm-hmm. Knowing that the father is now in sh- in deep shit and needs medical attention, mm-hmm. and these people are responsible for it, yeah, would you not fire immediately? Absolutely. Instead of just backing up and holding the gun while she's stalking towards you with a knife. Oh yeah, it like they they end up bringing in some sort of weird. Um, uh, I want to say it's an it's an old action movie trope: the idea of not shooting a defenseless, an unarmed person. She's that's, armed. That's that. Well, no, she drops the knife, right? So alleged, and that's the thing. I'm like, this trope doesn't belong in this movie. No, that belongs in your Wild Wild West and your uh, uh, your British, uh, you know, uh, pistols at dawn kind of thing. Sure. If you have pistols at dawn and one guy drops his pistol, it's on. Un- it's not honorable to shoot an unarmed man. Yeah. Right. So when she drops her knife, it's still you're still in a horror movie. Fucking shoot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even even if, and I'll even concede this, even if you just shoot her in the leg, slow her down. Yeah. Shoot to wound. You yeah, don't shoot know to if wound. it's a little you don't know if it's a little girl, but yeah, you aim for a gut shot. Well, you know, well actually it's really hard to come back from that, but something. Something, yeah. But he just but he pulls back and I was like, Oh, you're gonna die, you idiot. Like they kinda set it up earlier as like, well, because the father says, Do you know how to use one of these? And he says, No. I'm like, okay, maybe you've never fired a gun before. But he told you how to do it. And you're a millennial. You've played video games. And, 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 and he, he gets to the point where he's pulling the triggers and the hammer's coming back. All he's he has, doing to, everything right. all he has yeah. to do is go three more millimeters and a, and a bullet's going to come out. Mm-hmm. And even the sister's like, give me the gun. I'll shoot her. And he's like, no. And I'm like, why? There's no, yeah, there's no good reason. Especially for, because of his actions later on. But I'm like, okay, maybe the strangers are supposed to live again. And that's how this horror movie continues, because they're because they're human, you know. They're not monsters. Yeah. They're they're human, right? So okay, they're, maybe they're, they're supposed human to be monsters. Fine, yeah. whatever. They want to stay innocent. Let's let's move forward. <sighs> okay, so they split up. He puts what he puts the he puts the sister under a trailer behind lattice. Yeah, under a porch. Under a porch, because you know they've already been attacked by a truck. Yeah. This is where they drop the. They, they go in a trailer. He tends to the wounds. He puts the gun down because you're dumb. Yeah. And then the uh, truck drives through the trailer. Yeah. Trying to kill them. And they, uh, they escape out the back window. Fine. But he leaves the gun behind. So he sticks her underneath a porch. He goes over to the uh, office. Uh, he makes a call to the police. Uh, and he forgets where he is because he's dumb. 
Yeah, I, he doesn't pay attention because he's a millennial. Yeah, okay, fine. <clears throat> um, but he eventually remembers Gatlin Lakes or whatever it is. Uh, and then he meets up with uh, he meets up with the pinup girl in this one. This is the second girl. Okay. Um, so baby dolls after the uh, after the daughter, pinup girls after this guy. Um, so that he gets, uh, he finally picks up a weapon in the form of a mini golf club. There's a putt, <laughs> yeah. putt mini golf, I guess, or something. Never mind the knives. Yeah, never <laughs> the mind the knives. knives. Yeah. Yeah. Never mind that the large pieces of wood, you know, whatever. Um, he gets away. He goes to the pool. This is, we get to the pool scene. Now he gets to the pool and he lays her out. And yeah, he he knocks her the fuck out. Now this uh, this one was okay because we established that he plays baseball, so he just used the bat, used it like a baseball bat. So of yeah. course he'd actually have some good velocity behind it, right? You'd you'd imagine that someone who plays baseball regularly has a good swing. Sure. Um, right. And he does the good thing, which kind of surprised me because he ends up killing the pinup girl. So, and this is what infuriated me. I'm like, wait a second. Not two seconds ago, you were refusing to kill baby yeah. doll. With a gun, but stabbing her to death and letting her bleed out, that's okay? What, what is wrong with this kid? Like, there's, there's no more, like, it can't be a moral compass. No. I, I, don't, I don't know what it is. And that's, it, yeah, and it's stuff like this is kind of like, why? Like, I could see if he went to shoot the girl and the gun jammed. Sure. That might have been the better out. Yeah. For not, you know what I mean, click, click, click or something. Like, it's not working and he doesn't know how to fix it, right? Yeah. See, look, I just fixed the movie. Yeah, well, no, you didn't <laughs> fix the movie because we had a long okay. way to go. Uh, Sorry, I, f- I fixed that part. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, okay, so they go. Well, so then, what happens? So then, the man in the mask comes in mm-hmm. to attack him in the pool, and he's got a he's got an axe. Yeah. Now, was this his weapon of choice in the last movie too? Uh, I believe so. Yep. Axe so bagman. Yep. So they, which is more scary because you know if Jason had a gun. Yeah. You know, it's not that scary. But if he has well, a melee weapon, then yeah, it's it's more we, it's more scary. Yeah, we saw how scary that was last week in Death Wish. Yeah, exactly. Blemo. Blemo. <laughs> um, so they so they fight for a while, and he ends up falling in the pool. Um, he pulls the man in the mask into the pool, takes away the axe out of, out of the picture, but he drops his knife that he had picked up from Pinup Girl. Yeah. Uh, the man in the mask uh, picks up the knife somehow. Well, the kid, well, the kid does uh, the the smart thing, right? He basically he gets an opening and tries to get away. Yep. Now, granted, not fast enough. No. And because because he just then gets stabbed in the back. Yep. He gets stabbed in the back, and he twists the knife in, in his back, leaving a what would be a giant hole mm-hmm. in your body. And this is this is another part of this is where I stopped giving the movie concessions because <laughs> the man in the mask stabs him, twists the knife, pulls the knife out, and leaves. Okay, leaving him basically to bleed out in the water. Okay. Yeah. If you're bleeding and you have a giant hole in your in your back that's bleeding blood, especially in water, it's going to bleed out very quickly. Very quickly. This is why when people commit suicide by slitting their wrists, they go in the bathtub and they put their arms under the water because it helps the blood to come out. Yeah. Not to be fucking morbid about this, but that's the science behind it. 
Well, liquid and liquid, right? It exactly. Just finds its own, it finds its own level. Right. So the kid floats in the pool for what? Five minutes? Oh, easily. By the time he gets out, something like that. Well, what seems like eternity. Yeah. So, like, he he's basically in the pool, bleeding out for the second half of Total Eclipse of My Heart. Yeah. Right? Because that song is playing. And it's playing for a while. And it's just shots of him floating and floating and floating and turning and floating. Until finally... And struggling. Yeah. Yeah. Until finally, the sister... Out of nowhere, pulls him out of the pool. Yeah. Then drags him over, sets him up against a wall or something. Meanwhile, he's still bleeding out. Yeah, he's got a big old hole in his back. Yeah. And they've done nothing to tend to it. Like, nothing. Like they didn't like take off the jacket and like press it on. Yeah. Or nothing, right? Yeah, nothing. So we'll leave him there. He should be dead very soon. She's the only one left. Now, mm-hmm. she goes off. Uh, where does she go from here? Is this where the cop shows up? She Yeah, she heads to the road. Yeah, finally she decides, she, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Yeah, she says, I'm going to go to the highway and try and get some help. So maybe, like, she doesn't even know about the cop being on his way, but wants to flag down, hoping to flag down someone on the highway yeah. who can help. Yeah, so you get the horror movie trope of, the, oh, there's a lights. We know there's a vehicle used by the bad guys. It comes up and stops, and she's like, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. And the cop gets out. Hey, are you okay? I can help you. And she's like, oh, great, good. You can help me. Yes, blah, blah, blah. There's a murderer. And both of them apparently lack peripheral vision. Yeah. Because Baby Doll walks right beside them and yeah, stabs the cop in the back. No, no. Reaches around and slits, oh, slits his, his throat. Guy's throat. So he gets a stranger, lays their hands on a police officer from behind, and he has no defensive maneuvers. I can, I can believe that. They they surprised him, and it was a quick kill. It's not like okay. they, they, okay, they put a hand on him and stayed there for a while. Okay, but you hear, you hear the words killer and stuff. I mean, dude, head on a swivel, bud. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, she's you're, covered you're, in blood. She's got a giant be cut in her, in, her, in her leg. Yeah, she's obviously scared. Something's going on. Have your weapon you, drawn, for fuck's sakes. You, uh, even just head on a swivel. You're looking around. Where? Where's the killer? Where? You are American, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. You're American yeah. and you're a cop? Why don't you have your weapon drawn as soon as you get out of the fucking vehicle? We've seen Police Academy. We know stuff goes on where they teach you stuff, you know? Fuck's sakes. Yeah. So I, I knew it. As soon as he pulled him, I'm like, oh, fuck, friggin' deputy dog here is dead. She walks, but baby doll walks right past them. Yeah. Playing his day within six feet. And neither one of them see her un- until she's behind the cop. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, not even a... You don't even get anything from the, the, the sister about, oh, my God, right behind you. And he doesn't listen. That's another one I've seen. Oh, sure. Uh... So now the so, so now the so now the sister gets into the uh, police truck, and here's another uh, horror movie trope I hate: <laughs> the no keys. This one, oh, no, no, this one bugs me as much as I, I think as much as the smoking bugs you. Okay, uh, the car that was just running all of a sudden won't start. Oh, that's true. He just drove up there. 
It's not an old pickup that's been sitting in God knows where for God knows how No, no, how she long. doesn't have the keys. The keys are on the outside, remember? Because ba- no, Baby Doll taps on the window with the keys. No, no, she she gets the key. Uh, no, but okay, but even you after know, she gets the keys. We're going forward. Hang on a second. We'll get there. Okay, sorry. I was, my rage took me there. Yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> I understand. I understand. So the the daughter doesn't have the keys. She's like, oh, my God, what are we going to I'm like, pull down the visor, obviously. Um, <laughs> yeah. But no, they're not there. Baby doll has the keys on the outside. She taps on the outside of the window, opens the door, and the sister finds the shotgun in the front seat, which I guess is mounted to the console of the car. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a that's a cop thing. Okay. See that? Oh, yeah. I see that a lot. They they carry. That's a little extra in case they need to roll a little bit heavier. Okay. For All right. Extreme situations. They've got a shotgun right there. So the sister does finally shoot baby doll, or, yeah, baby doll, and she goes flying out of the cab, and she's smart. She follows up and shoots her again. another one in her, yeah. Fucking right. And I'm like, all right, this one's starting to make some sense. I'm now behind her. Okay, so then she... She gets the keys. She gets the keys, and then the car won't start. Which is stupid. Which is... Stupid, stupid, stupid. No, no, wait, no, no. The car does start, but doesn't isn't that when it's, uh, the other truck comes head on? I, I never heard it actually turn over. Oh, okay. Before she can get it to start, because again, this thing was just running. Yep. And it's a and it's a police vehicle. They take good care of their their vehicles. Yep. They that part made, of your tax dollars. To. Yeah, part of your tax dollars is paying some you know regular maintenance to make sure that those things can get to where they need to go when they need to go there. Yeah. Not just break down for no fucking reason. Like, there's not even a thing where like a shotgun shell went off into the engine or <laughs> which would be ridiculous but okay i don't i do, i'm trying to think of something that would be better than anything this. And yeah anything would be better than this yeah you know, if she shot wildly and it went off in the you know yeah disrupted the electrical i don't know but nothing explains this i don't get it and i, I was like oh, fuck off yeah like we could have had a fun car chase scene but on the by and by because we know one of the main weapons they use is this old ford yeah so, I mean, and and I think it would have been really cool because especially you have a young girl who's probably, in the movie, she's, what, 15? Maybe 16? Sure. Probably hasn't, not a lot of driving experience. I think teenagers these days can figure it out. No, no, but I'm just saying, like, not a lot of experience. Sure. she couldn't drive. I said not a lot of experience. So, you know what I mean? Like, having that kind of dynamic where she's new behind the wheel. Yeah. Or new-ish, right? And then... Uh, Maybe you know, she has trouble then, trying to get it into gear. Maybe it's a, a manual. No, no, I'm just saying take off, and and then he can run her off the road or something like that. Yeah, because right? you know knowing how to do it. Well, he does ram her from the side. Okay, so no, freight from behind, and this and this is what's pissing me off. So this. Oh, that's right. Good, yes, this perfectly good police vehicle won't start, but he rams and crushes part of his engine into the back, and he's fine. Like he's just he's fine, he's, but she's fucked, and his car is fine. That Ford keeps going oh well let's the cop car won't won't friggin work and no airbag in the cop car no airbag in the cop car yeah this is a late model truck uh yeah and it won't it won't start it's got no airbag and is useless as soon as the cop gets out of it why and yet this guy can smash his ford in the back of it no no problem yeah it's like it just ran off the assembly line yeah so <laughs> um, this is not making sense here. So the truck drives around and hits her from the passenger side. Why didn't it, he's trying to kill her? Why didn't he hit, hit her on the on the driver's side? 
but whatever. Yeah. Drives around to the passenger side, it revs me, up. It made me think he, he had somewhere that he was trying to push her. Where? Into the trailer? Like a lake? We never saw a lake. No, I know. I was I was trying to I was imagining that there, he was he had something or maybe a ditch to kind of have it topple over. Yeah, well, see, in the original movie, it's all about them stalking them and and basically terrorizing them, right? Mm-hmm. So I kind of thought this was a follow up to that. He's yeah, trying sure. to, he's trying to scare her, scare her, scare, and then he's going to yeah. kill her. So he hits the car. He backs up. He hits the car again. He goes to back up and finds out that his bumper is hooked on to the police car's bumper. Mm-hmm. So she gets out of the car, okay, and this is my big thing. Um, she gets out of the car. He's trying to unhook the. He's trying to unhook the truck, and she sees that there's gas leaking. Okay, makes sense. Yep, vehicle collision, gas main, gas main busted. Perfect. So she takes out her Zippo, which thankfully wasn't a cigarette because cigarettes don't actually do that. Thanks, thanks to MythBusters, they don't actually light gas on fire. Yeah, they've tried it. They've yeah. tried it. Um, takes out her Zippo, which is an open flame, which would actually ignite the gas, throws the Zippo on the gas, both cars explode, mm-hmm. and now she's free. All the strangers are dead, and she starts to walk away. And then... Oh, and on the by-and-by, she's a little too close to this explosion. She's a little close, down. yeah. Yeah, not to be knocked off her feet, but... Yeah, I, I've, I've seen a Christmas tree go up with the help of a little gasoline, and you could feel like a little poof against you. Yeah. You think two cards exploding. Oh, by the way, I caught this shot. Uh, that driver's side of the of the Ford. Yeah. Completely empty. Oh, of course. Like they didn't even put a dummy in there. <laughs> <laughs> but that's you still, can see it plain as day. <laughs> but that still doesn't explain why the Ford is able to back up and keep driving. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm like, oh, fuck off. I, was, I almost, again, that was an, uh, an almost outburst at the movie. I almost said, fuck off, you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I was so close to going, what? Something. Yeah, oh, come on, you know, <laughs> something like that. All right, so now the car that's on, the truck that's on fire is chasing this girl. With the driver that's on fire. The driver that's on fire, and she makes it to a bridge because she thinks going to a bridge is going to help her for some reason. No idea. Like they literally, like, they do the camera thing where she pans over, she sees the bridge. You see in her face, she gets an idea. What that idea is, I don't know. What do you think that she's, you're going to, what do you think, you're in a Roadrunner cartoon? You're going to just cut the bridge and he's going to fall? Like, what? <laughs> yeah, he's gonna hold that yikes sign. There. Yeah, like, and you hold up a sucker, and like, <laughs> all right. So she goes to the bridge. She crosses the bridge. He stops, or she falls, of course, because she's she been able to. She's been able to run all this time on her stabbed leg, but now it gives out on her. Yeah. All right. Plot convenience in a horror movie. Give it. Give you that. But then the guy gets out of the car on fire. And is just strolling away. And he's just walking towards her, and then he drops the axe, and because something stabbed him in the in the stomach, like a shard of glass or something, mm-hmm. he falls to his knees and falls over dead. Yeah, he succumbs to his wounds. Yeah. So then it's the morning time, and we get... Uh, she's made it to the highway. She's trying to flag down a car. A car comes by. Um, with a mother and a son who plays baseball because we have to set up the final thing. I'm like, why is this kid playing? 
catch with himself in the passenger seat. That would be fucking annoying. Oh, yeah. But okay, so she stops. The, the car pulls over. She's like, you got to help me. You got to help me. And the woman's like, are you okay? Are you okay? And then the woman gets big eyes, gets back into the car because the man in the mask is still alive. Mm-hmm. And he's stalking the girl. I like the see. This is this is a good mom. She's like, uh, sorry, sorry, kid, but I got my own son to protect, and she's gonna skedaddle. Like, get the fuck out of there. Okay, but obviously not so fast enough because the daughter jumps into the bed of the truck. Yeah, and, and the bag bagman gets on, and the bagman gets on. So then she finds a baseball bat in the back of the truck because the son plays baseball. Wink. Mm-hmm. Check yep. off baseball bat. She knocks him out. He falls out of the thing, and then then she gets away. I'm like, why? First off, how is he still alive? Yeah, I don't understand. Like, I understand villains, villains in the movie pop up, but that's usually when they're fucking uh, paranormal or they're monsters, and there's a mm-hmm. reason for it. These people are there's, human. There's a superhuman or supernatural element to those. Like, yeah. Yeah, and there's some way of explaining it. Like we had, what's his name, Doctor? What's his name from the Michael Myers movies? Uh, Doctor Loomis. Doctor Loomis, right? Giving us all the exposition about Michael, so we find out that he's, you know, just he's more than a human. Yeah. Somehow, like he's something else, right? Yeah. These are just dudes. This is just a dude and two dudettes. Yeah. And, and it's weird because the the girls succumb to their injuries pretty. Normally, <laughs> one gets beaten to a pulp. One gets two shotguns to the face. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, stabbed to death. Like, and she doesn't like get up and then no. you know arm, arm wrestle Luke. Right? She she's dead. She's dead. Yeah. Right? But this guy gets burnt, stabbed, uh, probably some concussion from being in a car accident that he caused. Right? Yeah. Smashing into the he into gets the blown there. up. Oh yeah, blown. Yeah, he's in an explosion. So there's concussive force there. Yeah. And uh, burned to death, yeah. Bur- burned. Yeah, and yeah, and then and then sm- and then it, it takes us a, a baseball bat to the head to finish him off. Yeah, are you kidding me? Yeah, and he's still alive. Okay, well apparently I shouldn't be all that surprised because we cut to the denouement, and the daughter is in the hospital room with her brother. Yeah, so they didn't turn around and go back to the campground. Assumingly they, not, no. Because we show her kind of in her freedom pose, like it's daylight, it's daytime, that's supposed to be refreshing, like the light is out now, the, all the darkness is done, right? Yeah. Like and she's kind of, first of all, probably freezing to death because, that you know, she's not wearing nut but a, a uh, one-shouldered Ramones t-shirt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that would be wet from, sweat from exertion, heat Blood. from explosion. Blood from her brother, you know. <laughs> blood from her leg. Blood from her leg. Uh, blood from the uh, the close range shotgun. <laughs> but how is that brother still alive? So I don't assumingly, know. she gets out of there. She drives the the truck that saves her, takes her to the nearest town. They call the cops. The cops have to come get her, take her back, get find find the uh, the son, take him to the hospital, and he had already bled out in the pool for yeah. two or three minutes, was left bleeding, leaned up against something somewhere for another, what seemed probably 15, 15 half an hour, maybe. Yeah. Plus plus the travel time, he's still he's still bleeding. Even plus if, you get, get the thing, and plus the time for the paramedics to get to him. 
Well, even if we we shortcut this just a shade by having the the mom that's in the truck the that picks her up, yeah, call the ambulance straight right then and there. There's still a long time. Still a long time. There's no way yeah. that kid's still alive. Yeah, if he's alive, then then baby doll's alive, or whichever one got stabbed, because apparently that doesn't girl, do anything yeah. to people. Yeah, apparently. All right. Or pinup girl. There we go. Yeah. So she's in the hospital room, and then of course this is a ho- this is a horror movie, so we need to have a final thrill. Um, there's a knock at the door, and so we're led to believe that the strangers are still alive and still coming oh. after them. Oh, fuck off. That like no. There's no way. You, no. There's no way this guy who's been who, whose face is half melted and he's stabbed walks into a hospital and no. knocks on the door without without anyone be like, "Do you need help, sir?" <laughs> like. Yeah. No, sorry. And then yeah. cut to black and you're, oh, was it a doctor or a nurse or was it the strangers? Oh, fuck off. Yeah. At that point, I grabbed my coat and I put it on as I was storming down the stairs. Me too. Me too. And like I said, I actually was beat by someone who didn't have a coat. <laughs> God damn it. I hate this movie. It's so stupid. I was so looking forward to this being a good horror film that you would actually see. And now it's going to be tougher to get you to see one. Uh, well, the bar is really low now. True. That's the only, that's the only benefit. The bar is pretty low. Because, okay, and yeah. going into overall thoughts, this seemed like, and and I I don't mean to be insulting, but at the same time, this seems like, uh, how, how can I put it? Like a directorial debut? Uh, it's not, but it does seem like it, yeah. Okay, am I am I am I stretching here? Am I exaggerating? Like this would be a good movie if you're trying to break into the movies. This is kind of like a cut your teeth kind of thing, right? Because there's some moving parts you got to manage. And the the um, the director of this movie made a movie I saw last year. Uh, we didn't review it, but I saw it. It's called Forty Seven Meters Down, um, and it's basically about two girls that go uh, shark diving. Oh, okay. Uh, the cage breaks and they fall to the they fall to the ocean floor. Um, and the movie's okay. It's 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 okay at best, uh, but there's a big twist ending that's completely ridiculous. Um, and it's stupid and lame and it's dumb. And <laughs> not knowing the director did that movie before I saw this movie, had I known going in, I probably would not have been surprised that this movie sucked. Uh, fair enough. I mean, you know, from a directorial uh, directorial standpoint, I mean, that couldn't have been easy. That's you know, like directing a movie that takes place largely underwater. I think that's got to be rife with its own challenges. Uh, but yeah. at the same time, see, I'm not really blaming the director on this because it looked okay. Like they stayed true the, to the lighting in the scenes. We talked about that. Um, well, actually, let me bring up something about the lighting. Um, you mentioned it earlier when. Um when the mother was still alive and it was with the daughter mm-hmm. in the um, in the trailer. Home base? Yeah, in home base there. Um, I did notice that the light coming through the uh, window into the trailer was very bright. Oh, yeah? And looked a lot like sunlight. Oh. Like, I know I there was a light on the porch, right? And that would yeah. be where the light's coming from. It didn't look right. Hmm. So I, I was like, okay, this was obviously shot during the day, and you're trying to hide the fact that it was shot during the day. It is cheaper to do that. <clears throat> yeah. So I'm like, 
I'm like, there's fucking sunlight. At least it looks like sunlight. Mm. So I'm like, mm. all right. I didn't, I didn't notice that. I was I was paying attention to the actors and what they were doing. And yeah. Stuff, but, uh, um, but I mean, like, the, it's competently directed. I mean, that's I'm mm. not gonna I'm not gonna say I could do a better job. Like we've. We've actually seen movies where I thought maybe I could do a better job, even though I'm not a director. But, <laughs> um, but I think the script though is just—I don't know—there was something lacking, and then there was just too many coincidences, and there's get too much give and take. Yeah. Like uh, there, there are inconsistencies here that really make it very weird, and not like like so much so that and we've talked about different instances where we're taken out of the movie. Yeah, I've seen a lot of reviews where they're like, oh, there's a lot of things that people are going to say doesn't make sense, but I think overall it's a slasher film, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, it has to make sense. It has to make sense. Because if yeah. it doesn't make sense, you get pulled out of the movie. I can I, I can allow for some horror film tropes. I can, I, I can allow for the, oh, I'm running and running away, and I trip and fall, and I can't get up again. Yeah. Or I, or I get into a vehicle, and it won't start. You know that those are horror tropes. I don't like to see them, but if I get them, I'm I can go with it because it's a horror movie. But if a guy blows up in a fucking truck explosion, yeah. in a dual truck explosion, <laughs> I'm not going to believe that a the truck still runs and b the guy is still alive. Yeah, that should have been the end of it right there. It should have been the end. And I I'm sorry, but you have to. You're right. That's that's the script. Um, I think it's also partly of the director to go, um, this doesn't make a fucking lick of sense. What are you talking about? Yeah. Maybe that's a producer thing. Maybe they should have said, well, okay, I'll pay for the movie, but you got to fucking fix this ending because it doesn't make any sense. If there needs to be checks and balances here, uh, you know what I mean? Like you can't, you can't do that. doesn't make it, doesn't make any sense. Can, can I tell you the ending I wanted to see? What's that? I wanted to see these kids get so terrified that by the end of the movie, they've killed. They, you know, they've killed this this dysfunctional family, right? Sure. So the so the bagman's dead. Maybe not blown up, but the bagman's dead. You know, axe in the back or something like that, right? Baby doll, um, pinup girl, both dead. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see th- like these kids be so fucked up and terrified that. By the end of the movie, Luke picks up the bag and puts it on his head, and she picks up a mask. Like Why? they get so, because uh, just something through the fact like they get so demented and terrified through what this other family did to them, that they become them. Oh, that would be a leap for me. You'd have to give me a really good reason as to why. Well, that's it's the movie. It would be the movie's job to terrify us to the point where they. They have a, the two kids have a psychological break watching their parents get killed and yeah. stuff like that, right? That's what I was kind of like. The ending like, to me, co- the ending to me seems simple. It's let the strangers win. Well, see, not having seen the first one or knowing any of that, yeah. In the theater, I was thinking this: like, what if it got to the point where they became, they took over the role, and that's how you get your sequel now? Is that the two kids pick up the mantle and and terrorize this trailer park? <laughs> You'd have to do a really good job of convincing me the, as to why. Right. That but, I mean, we don't thing. have a whole lot of why to begin with in this movie, right? Yeah. You can't, you can't like, not bring in anything else because, you know, they do it because they can. Well, what if these kids get demented to the point where they're like, yeah, you know what? I mean, we've got a taste for it now. Let's do it because we can. 
Yeah, that, but anyway, any, anyway, that's, yeah, that's not this movie. Um, I think it should have ended with the truck explosion. It should have, which which would have served their ending. If they had the truck explosion and and maybe, and so what I would have done was had another shot where, you have the mom and son driving and they see the explosion. Okay. From the from the road and go and they pull and they pull up and and help. They her. call the cops first. They call yeah. There's been an explosion at such and such and, then they go help her. Or the daughter comes out. Or the daughter comes out to, yeah, yeah, stumbling to the highway, whatever, right? Yeah, so it ends at the, there and then cut to the hospital. Mm-hmm. And then that way the knock on the door, is, it, it works just as well, except we haven't seen him stumble out, fall down, and then get hit in the head with a baseball bat, and then, and then, and then, right? There's yeah. none of that. So I think leaving that more of a mystery... Going from explosion pretty much to the the denouement in the hospital, I think that would have worked just as well, if not better. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. So even but... just some some yeah, just some editing, like leave those scenes out where she has to beat him up again, like that. Leave that out. Your ending works just as well. Yeah, I agree. Uh, final thoughts, ratings. Oh, this, uh, this was. Not like you said, not a good start to my horror movie uh, no. ever. <laughs> Luckily, we've seen better, but um, the, yeah, it's just, uh, I don't know, it seemed kind of paint by numbers. Um, yeah, I just, I wasn't too invested in the family, although I, I did, uh, I will give a couple of points to the actors, because I think, first of all, I liked the dad character, and I liked the mom. I think they were kind of like real-ish, you know, as real-ish as you can get with movie parents. Okay. You know, you felt their struggles. You felt their, sure. you know, I mean, even the horny dad. And it was like, yep, as soon as the kids are out, we're back to fucking, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. You know, that kind of, like the little things I kind of liked in the setup. And, and, and I did like uh, the um, the actress. Um, Bailey Morgan? Bailey Madison. Madison, sorry. Oh, by the way, uh, pretty good call on the age there. She was born in uh, October of 1999. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But she's playing, you know, that, yeah. And uh, I think she did a really good job. Um, I really, I felt there was, uh, uh, like, I felt her horror. Like, she was really in the moment. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Like, from an acting perspective, yeah. Like, I I can imagine it's hard when you've got, okay, you've got this guy with a bag on his head and an axe. That's easy to be scared scared of. But when then behind you there's, the director telling you you're doing a good job. You've got makeup people, and a, you know what I mean, like to kind of in, enclose yourself in the moment and, and leave all of that behind you, even though there's a camera rolling. Yeah. To then be wholly and truly at least look like you're terrified. To me, that's good acting, and I thought she did a good job. Like I felt her the terror in her face. I I could feel it. Okay. So as far as like. Is this another scream queen? I don't know, you know, but uh, <laughs> but I, I would see her in another horror movie because I think she does a good job of it. Okay, ratings? Uh, oh no, still not that great. <laughs> uh, I'm giving one point for mom, one point for dad, and one point for the the, the sister. Um, sorry, Luke, you were just so bland toast, and you didn't pull the trigger when you need to. No points. This is getting <laughs> this is getting three. Uh, perfectly good bullets that were never used out of 10. Well, I'll actually disagree with you. I, I do agree with the mom and dad, but I think uh, the girl was terrible. Oh, yeah. Um, I didn't buy a single, <laughs> single fucking minute with her. 
she sucked as a as an unruly teen. She sucked as a as a horror victim. Um, like you said, the script sucks. Um, yeah. I, the director, I don't think, did enough to even try to make this movie um, a good horror movie. Um, I think they. I think it's very paint by numbers. I think they used all the horror tropes they could think of. I think they took the scream model and just said, "Well, that's the way Scream said. That's the way they make this movie. So that's the way we're going to make the movie. So you know, fuck off." And I think that's all they did. Um, I think they ruined the strangers. I think the strangers was is the most interesting thing about this movie, um, and it's it, it's how they kill. You know, it's the Blair. They are the Blair Witch of this movie. It's. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's it's most interesting to see how they're going to do it, and you almost want to cheer for them, but then they die. So eventually, maybe. Um, and I'm sorry, but you can't blow one up. You can't, you know, be on fire and stabbed, and the other one is stabbed to death, and the other one is two shotguns to the belly. I, I there, there's nowhere to go from here. When you set that up in the movie and you kill all three of them, you can't then at the end of the movie knock on the door. You can't. You can't. Yeah. They're not mystical things. There's no supernatural here. You can't no. do that. That's that's not right. You, you no. I want to get rolled up newspaper. Bad movie. Bad. Um, uh, I mean, yeah, the mother was fine, but they weren't. She wasn't alive really long enough, and most of the time she was in there, it was, oh, what am I going to do with my daughter? And I was like, okay, well, I'm getting over this fucking quick. Please move on. Um, the father is a little bit better, but again, he sends the fucking daughter and the mother into the house alone instead of taking off in the fucking van. Mm-hmm. Stupid. Oh yeah, we talked about that. That yeah, could have ended very quick, right? Stupid characters that die. I, I, I didn't. I wasn't cheering for anybody in this movie. I was trying to find someone to cheer for. Luke was about the only character worth cheering for because at least he's not. At least he wasn't portrayed as being stupid early on. But then he doesn't pull the trigger, and at that point, you get what you deserve. Yeah, or you deserve what you get, or whatever. Um, he he chooses not to kill, and then he kills right after. It's like a fuck off. Yeah, exactly. So for me, this gets non. This gets one unsmoked pack of smokes out of ten. Oh wow! <laughs> I fucking hated this movie. I I saw a, a neighbor of mine that lives in my building actually and works with me, and I walked up to her. She was buying her ticket. I'm like, "What are you going to go see?" She's like, uh, uh, "Panther," and I'm like, "Good." I just got out of uh, uh, The Stranger's Pray at Night. Don't go see that one. And the guy that works at the movie theater that was helping her kind of gave me a smile. And I'm like, have you seen it? He's like, no, but I've seen clips just walking in and out. He says it looks terrible. I'm like, it is fucking terrible. I said, you should take it out of the theaters before more people see it. (laughs) Yeah. So bad. So bad. So Uh, Yeah, I, I can't not recommend this enough. Like, I thought the Winchester was bad. Yeah, the Winchester is actually a better movie. I'd rather watch the entire Twilight series than watch this again. <laughs> At least I have fun laughing, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, watch Fifty Shades of Grey or fucking something. But anyway, coming up next week is Tomb Raider. Yes. Oh, yeah, so buckle your seatbelts. It's about to get real busy. Uh, we yeah, got, it is. Yeah, we, we've got a video game adapt- two video game adaptations coming up uh, between that and Rampage. Oh, yes. Yeah, and uh, then Ready Player One, um, and yep. all all of this before we hit Infinity War, which got moved up a week, by the way. Yeah. yeah well, plus uh, plus Pacific uh, Pacific Rim Uprising. That's right, and Solo, uh, Star Wars story. Yeah, you're looking forward to that. 
Yeah, absolutely. That's why when you apologize, I'm like, that's all right. Yeah, it's all right. Don't worry. Don't need to apologize now because we've got another Marvel movie coming right around the corner and another Star Wars movie right around the corner from the last two we just had. So, well, I'm looking uh, forward to Infinity War. Uh, Solo. I think Solo's going to be fun. It looks like it's going to be just a fun kind of heist movie type thing, and I'm looking forward to something like that. But it won't mean anything. Uh, it means I'll like it. That's what it means to me. Uh, <laughs> like, but you're going to like it no matter what, Mark. <laughs> yeah, but that's better than me hating it. Trust me. Uh, don't well, I don't that. think you're incapable. Uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> don't make me angry, Star Wars. You won't like me when I'm angry. <laughs> I'd, I'd like to see the movie, the Star Wars movie that makes you angry. <laughs> I really, really would. Yeah. Um, stay tuned. Uh, also coming up this week uh, on, or is it? Uh, Scott White is coming back. If you listen to our last week's show with uh, Microwave Massacre, uh, one of my one of my new favorites, I think that was a fun one. That was better than this. <laughs> that was better than this. I'd rather watch that. <laughs> that was better than this. Uh, <laughs> but Scott White's coming back, and we're going to take a look at Death Wish Three, um, sort of in celebration of the old uh, Death Wish that we did the week before. So. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, we wanted to have him on for the Bruce Willis death death wish because he is the uh, the connoisseur of that series. He has them all. He's told us that, and uh, maybe we will have him on in a special if uh, if he gets a chance to see it. Because uh, I'd really like to get his take on it. Not having seen me personally, not having seen the first one. Yeah, uh, I would love to get his take on it. But in the meantime, though, he said yes. Let's do Death Wish three. I don't even think he rewatched it. I got the feeling that he did the review. He just he knew it so well that he was just able to come on. He said he's watched it multiple times. He admitted that. So I think he just was he just showed up for the for our Skype call and that was it. So we had a really good time though. Yeah. So uh, stay tuned for that and uh, Tomb Raider next week. So Mark, thank you very very much for coming out. I normally say always a pleasure, but it's a bit of a well. It's been a pleasure talking to you. There you go. That's that's about it. I'll take it. <laughs> Trust me, I know. I get it. And uh, I'm Sean Taylor, guys. We'll see you on the next film studies coming soon. <laughs>